Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. When it comes to the world of soccer, we've got you covered. This is Atlanta Soccer Tonight with Jason Longshore. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome in to an Atlanta Soccer Tonight special edition. Hanging out with MLS Season Pass commentator Kevin Egan. You guys know Kevin. What's up, Kev? What's going on, bud? I was going to say, that's a very formal invitation. I start there, doing it, and I'm like, I know you. I don't need to do formal <laughs> stuff here. Come Just on. Say L, pal, Kevin Egan. <laughs> What's up, everybody? You know, I mean, we're we're, we're all pals here. So, exactly. first off, like, how's it everything going with apple tv with mls season pass how's it feeling so far wonderful yeah great i've really enjoyed covering different teams and traveling to different cities while i missed that intimate relationship with atlanta united in a lot of ways and being the the play-by-play guy and the you know the fans know it's going to be me or you know it's like you guys mike and jason on the radio they know they're always getting mike and jason now it's a bit of a mixed bag and for fans I think it's probably a big change getting used to the different voices each and every week or not really knowing maybe who the play-by-play or analyst is. From my perspective, I've really enjoyed it. You're seeing the different styles. You're getting to know the different coaches. Actually, you're getting to know the league an awful lot more um, Mm -hmm. rather than just covering the one team and figuring out how that certain opponent is going to play against Atlanta and vice versa. So I've really enjoyed it. We were up in Minneapolis last week (laughs) in a snowstorm brutal game of ball to be fair jason because the conditions just didn't allow for uh for for a quality game of soccer so you had two teams hovering in around 50 percent pass completion uh throughout the game and just happy to to kind of at certain points of the match especially early on trying to figure each other out a little bit we all know the red bulls are happy enough not to have the ball um and turns out minnesota like i was looking at their their numbers from last season and their five lowest possessed games, they won every single one of them. To hmm. start the year this year, 37% of the ball against Dallas, and they win that game. So maybe Minnesota are, are figuring out their route to success as well. Um, and it was just an interesting match, but all around, not exactly a match you'd be looking back on in a few years. Yeah, it was it was a fun night last Saturday for me because we had the early game. So I get home from Charlotte. I actually get to experience a Saturday night with MLS and Apple TV for the first nice. time. You saw the whip around show. I, I started with the whip around show, which was great. Really enjoyed it, man. That that's game changing for me. I haven't seen Walker, it. I haven't opinion. had a chance to see one minute. Uh, you're of always busy, you know. Yeah, you, so. you, well, you can't watch it back. That's exactly. that's the shame on my end. Um, which I mean, you're not going to watch it back. It's what six, seven, eight hours long. Right. It doesn't um, fit that way. But but at the same token, I'd love to be able to see some of it live. So maybe one day I'll have an earlier kickoff and yeah. I'll be able to check it out. It, it was a blast. So that's going on. Then I see that the orange ball is going to be broken out for your game. So <laughs> I go to your game for the first half. And 
yeah, the soccer's not really the best when they're able to do a a close up, which the visuals are amazing, and they do yeah. a close up of I think it was the chip attempt early, and it's snow, it's grass flying up, it's like shards of ice, and and just it it was bizarre. And you know but what, Jason? Things flying. I said this in the open. The folks from Minnesota wanted this. They, they oh, didn't yeah. want it any other way. It's like, we're proud of who we are. We're proud of the, the weather that we've grown up in and are accustomed to. So bring it on. Open a night in Minnesota. It, it's, it was a bit of a snow fest. So enjoyable occasion. I was freezing. I mean, I've just gone oh, I soft. Since imagine. I moved to Atlanta, I've just gone totally soft. And uh, <laughs> from living in Chicago for so long, I was used to it. Then moved to Miami and you know the blood thinned out a little bit. And I'm used <laughs> to it here in Atlanta. So going up there, my, my jaw in the second half at one point, I'm like... <laughs> I'm asking yeah. for more hot water just to put up against my face. Yeah, that's the worst. We, we won't have that this weekend here at the no. Benz. We we know what the conditions will be. We don't necessarily know what the opponent's gonna look like. Yeah. I think for people, you know, kind of dialing into the Portland Timbers this season, the injury crisis is really reminiscent of what we saw last year for Atlanta Correct. United. Yeah, big time. It, it's devastating in many ways for Gio Savarese and. You consider the fact that they're coming in having missed out in the playoffs from the previous season, and you can only imagine what's going through Gio's head. There's been pressure on him at many stages of his tenure in Portland, and oftentimes we've seen the Portland Timbers come good second half of the season and really rally and make it and, and make a little bit of a run, as we've seen in recent years, but not last season. They miss out on, on the last day of the campaign, and, and this year it's been a poor start, but you can understand that. And at times they've deserved more from their games. I've I felt uh, late on in the match against St. Louis, they, they looked a little directionless. They looked a little bit desperate. They were humping the ball forward, which is not exactly the way they play. Um, so I wonder what J.O. Severese feels about that, about how they lost that game and how they couldn't claw their way back with time to still do it. You know, I think they had about 15 minutes or so after St. Louis scored to go and bag an equalizer. And it didn't work out for them. There's so many injuries. And, and they're not just injuries, Jason. They're injuries to key players. The likes of Mora further forward is a classy ball player. Evander, so much great hope for him. An MLS MVP pick for a lot of people. Uh, may miss out. It looks on their injury report like he's going to miss this game in Atlanta. Uh, Jimmy Chara is a fantastic player. And we know I think he's going to miss the game too. So there, there's pressure. Uh, I'm not sure what the status will be for Frank Bowley and if he's available to play. He's someone who has tremendous experience leading the line for uh, Ferenc Varos over in, in Hungary for, for the last few years, um, played in the Champions League. I remember covering the Champions League and seeing the Hungarian side in a group, um, I think, if I'm remembering, remembering correctly, against the likes of a Real Madrid. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. They've matched up with Real Madrid for sure. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what we're going to see from Portland. I, 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 don't, I don't think Gio will change the system which means that you're seeing three at the back, you're seeing wing backs, and, and with that brings major questions and good analysis for us because we've seen Atlanta United with tremendous width to start the season. Um, no Marcelino Moreno this year for Atlanta United, meaning Caleb Wiley is someone who's going to stay wide. Luis Araujo has, 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 has you know, pinned himself wide at times, but he's still that player who loves to drift in and can be really creative. Uh, like we saw him drift in and score the goal against Charlotte. But with that natural width, you wonder, will Caleb Wiley and Andrew Gutman, for example, see that as a real opportunity to, to gain numerical advantage out wide and how Gonzalo Pineda can maybe exploit that? Yeah, that's what I keep coming back to with with Portland kind of evolving right now, maybe a little by necessity, into this 3-5-2, 5-3-2 
Juan David Mosquera and um, Claudio Bravo are both very good at getting forward for Portland. And this kind of frees them up. But you're right. Numerical superiority with Lennon Ararujo on the right, with Gutman Wiley on the left. Maybe the game comes down to those areas. Yeah, big time. Uh, and going forward, what can Portland offer in, in a game like this? And I hate saying it like that because the Timbers, especially, you know, we know what Gio Severese can do and, and what Caleb Porter did before that. There's always a character about them. There, there's always a mm-hmm. belief that they can get something from a game, no matter what the injury crisis is or their current form. They've scored in their last 23 games. It's an MLS record at this moment in time. Atlanta just kept a clean sheet. Can Atlanta snap that record? Can Atlanta be the team to break it and keep another clean sheet? Because I've said this all along and I've, I've, re- I've been reading articles and I've, I've listened to, to different shows that cover Atlanta United. And the consensus is that Luis Abram is going to be the starter. I'm like, Juan Operata is going to have something to say about that. Like Juan Operata for me is a very capable center back, a, a, a good passer, a real leader. I love the fact that he spoke to the media this week and he yes. said, I want to speak in English. Yes. And I, I, I just, I stood back and I thought like, that's so impressive that he's willing to take that on. And I can't imagine how daunting that is, you know, heading to a, to a country that speaks a different language and giving it a go and then saying in front of the media, I'm going to give this a go. Santiago Sosa has been the same way, willing to learn the language, willing to be that leader. Um, and now Gonzalo Pineda has options, man. Like, this is what he craved last season. And I just wonder, and this is the biggest question for me right now with Gonzalo Pineda, is last season, he said to us, Jason, we were both on the same calls, that at the beginning of the season, I had a starting 11 in my head. Yep. And I found that interesting because a lot of coaches may not admit that. But he, for example, had his, his starting 11 in his head. And that was derailed from, from, from match day one when right. Luis Araujo uh, goes out with an injury after scoring a goal. And then it was just this domino effect of injuries throughout the year. Has the first three games of this season impacted what would have been the starting 11 in his mind? And that's, that's something I'm curious about. And, and has his, the idea of having a starting 11 changed for him? And, and I'm sure he's evolving as a young coach all the time because Caleb Wiley is having an impact on that right now. Yeah. Um, you know, Derek Etienne's brought in as a starter, you would think, all right? Like, Franco Ibarra, if he continues to produce like he's doing right now, is maybe having an impact on 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 Santiago Sosa or Ozzy Alonso being that starter. Uh, Mateo Sosetu bags his first MLS goal in the last home game. Maybe he's having an impact too. And and further, for, or, or Juan Hoparata is the other perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. You, you have a Peruvian international in Luis Abram, yet Parata alongside Miles, they're playing together for a very first time. They're growing. The coach has options right now, which is a wonderful headache to have, obviously. Yeah, when we've had the chances to talk to Gonzalo so far this year, I think he's beaming when he talks about those options because, you know, we, we've talked about this before where you have competition internally, it makes you better. And Parata, I think, is a prime example because first game, you know, wasn't the best. He had some shaky moments in preseason. But then these last two have been brilliant from him. Ibarra right now is keeping Sosa off the field now that he's eligible. Wiley probably keeping Etienne off the starting lineup at least. And don't forget Miguel Berry either. You know, I mean, Yorgos Yakimakis will start when he's fully ready to go. But Miguel Berry may be slowing that need to force Yakimakis in immediately. So competition sure, is a good thing. I will, I will say he had moments, Miguel, for sure. Like credit to him. Um, you know, he, he leaves the game and the team are up 3-0. Like he, he, he provides a brilliant um, 
cushioned pass for Wiley, who, who then fed Araujo. Like he had his moments, but ultimately you're a striker. And you can be sure that Yakamakis is 100%. like, get me the goals. Like, I am going to be that guy for this team. And Miguel Berry has had a couple of opportunities. Um, but Yakamakis has to be the guy. Like, he, he will be. He will be, for sure. I'm just excited to see when that'll be from the start. Yeah, I, I think what's what's so fascinating and what you know we were not able to see last year because guys had to play whether they were ready or not. Guys had to play whether they knew the guys around them, knew their names or not, because it was, who's who's standing upright this week? That was Atlanta United in 2022. But right now, you know, Yorgos it has to work for it. Etienne has to work for it. Sosa coming back in has to work for it. Abram has to work for it. That makes the team better. Yeah. Interesting, uh, interesting nugget for you here. And, and I love putting trivia to you, Jason, just because you're a, ma- you're a master at it. Uh-oh. There's only three teenagers in the history of the league that have had three goal contributions in a half. Caleb Wiley is now one of those three teenagers in MLS history. Can you name the other two? Oh, wow. Um, I really want to say question. Bobby Convey is one. Wow. Well done. Oh, I got one. Okay. Yeah. And I don't, I did not know this and this was not rehearsed. You're going to get the next one. Uh, Freddie Adu? No, 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 no. Not Freddie? No, no, as soon as you think moment. about it, you, you'll get it. Um, oh, man. We don't want to keep everybody while my, my gears are grinding in my head here. Who's the third one? Fonzo Davies. Yeah. What a, what a, what a yeah. cool group to be part that of. That is a really good boy, You know? Um, so impressive. So do you know what else stood out to me this week while I'm speaking about Atlanta United with you is the maturity and the nature of the players. So I'm listening to, to, to I'm watching the, uh, the media. You were out there, I believe. I, I heard you asking a question yep. during the week to Parata and to uh, Johnny Fortune. It's the way they carry themselves. Caleb Wiley had a chance to speak with him earlier today. The way he carries himself, the way Gonzalo Pineda carries himself. Yeah. I asked Gonzalo about this, about the gentleman in the group, the, the, the culture within the group. And he said, first and foremost, that's, that's what it means to me. Mm-hmm. And he lit up when I asked him that question because the, the nature about this group right now and the overall feel and the vibe is a very, very positive one. And anyone that's ever been part of a team understands that when the culture is right, everything else can click into gear an awful lot faster. And last season, there were some problems. The season before that, there were some problems. And, you know, I'm just excited for the group right now that everything seems to be in motion. And uh, once you you get this team clicking, if the culture is right, the sky's the limit. That's really cool that you mentioned that because when when you look at this and – I'm, I've always been a little bit wary of dropping this in there, but we've had conversations with Gonzalo over the years. I think we have a pretty good feel for the football that he likes, the football yeah. that he feels. And there's a very Barcelona-esque kind of vibe right now in my mind in that more than a club. It's more than it's the collective. It's not That's just a bunch right. of individuals. And you're seeing that with the young kids coming through. You're seeing it with the academy, Johnny especially coming through, speaking to the media. He's great. Caleb's great. These guys get it. And then when we talked to Brad Kazan today after training and asked him about Caleb, you know, he talked about that, how he, he's meeting all the challenges. He's doing everything on and off the ball. But, yeah, we keep him humble. We, we keep him in line with the group. That's my job as captain. So it's a good feeling right now. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And Gonzalo's a gentleman. Gonzalo 100%. treats he gets people. It the way people should be treated. And I'm not talking about people that matter. I'm not talking, like, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is Tata Martino 
had his way with the kitchen staff. He invited them all over yeah. for uh, for a barbecue, a sado, right? Am I saying it right? Yeah. Um, you, it. you know, in his place before he left Atlanta, there's the Mexican club, the message from Barcelona that, that you rightly bring up is so important to a family feel. I was in Minnesota and I'll tell you, at Allianz Field, the family feel around that club is amazing. It yeah. is amazing. The owner, Mr. McGuire, popped into the booth to give Kendra D. St. Aubin a hug and say, welcome back. That's right. Uh, cool. they, had, they had a video message from Kendra on the, on the, bo- on the, the main screen in, inside the stadium, uh, welcoming her back. You know, and, and there's just something about it that that is so important to never let that go if you're Atlanta United. Yes, the stadium is massive and there could be, you know, 72, 73,000 people there, but you can't lose that family feel. The, the more than a club aspect is very, very important and it's more than results too. And if you're yeah. bringing yeah. through and you're breeding these quality young players like a Johnny Fortune and Caleb Wiley and their teenagers having, having an impact on the field, but more importantly, they're, they're carrying themselves and they're representing Atlanta United and the city of Atlanta with pride and dignity and respect. Um, I think it's absolutely crucial. And it, it should be just imperative. I mean, we, we, this is something we should be, be boasting about in many ways. And that's why I wanted to bring it forward to, to Gonzalo because as a fan of the game and someone living in Atlanta, I found great pride in watching Juanjo Parata and Ajani Fortune and Caleb Wiley speak the way they were speaking with such, with such grace and understanding that they're fortunate to be in the positions that they're in, but also the courage to take that forward and, and carry that and want to succeed for the city of Atlanta. One more on our opponents this week because they fit this too. And, and Giovanni Savarese, I feel like, is a coach who doesn't properly get his due around the league. He's absolutely one of the good guys in, in MLS. And, you know, he has his way, but he has that family atmosphere in Portland too. Yeah. Yeah, no, without a doubt. He, he's he's a great guy. He's another one to, to chat with and to to understand. Like, he's had a wonderful career, an underrated career. You know, this is the, the, the first ever goal scorer for, for the New York Red Bulls, essentially, the New York, New Jersey Metro Stars. <laughs> there um, we go. Back in 1996, and uh, he's he's just a lovely chat. Tremendous success with the Cosmos coach and brought him to Major League Soccer. Um, I believe he's the only ever Venezuelan coach in MLS history. Uh, he's he speaks again with tremendous grace. More than a club, there's a lot. In co- they have a lot in common, actually. Uh, Gonzalo Pineda and Gio Savarese. You're right to bring that up, and I wish him success. Uh, you know, I hope that that they have a great season this year. I always want people like Gio Savarese and Gonzalo Pineda to succeed. What do you think this game turns on? I know there's some questions about Portland with injuries, but what do you think this game turns on on Saturday? Uh, for Atlanta United, I, I think if you can get at, if you can punish them early and not fall behind, falling behind has been a real Achilles heel for this team. Um, going back through last season, this season as well, obviously, uh, in the two home matches. And it, it's so challenging. And here's why. It's the domino effect of you fall behind, the opposition feels that they can sit back and they'll put, you know, they'll put five behind the ball and then their midfielders will drop in as well. Then Tiago Almada, the domino effect of that is he drops further and further back, tries to make it happen, and he's picking the ball up from the central defenders. And it becomes so challenging and difficult to create. And that was what we saw against San Jose, I found. I, I, I didn't feel it was a, a, an overly impressive performance from Atlanta United, a team that grew throughout the game. Um, I thought San Jose deserved something more from the match, if I'm being honest. But Thiago Almada having to drop so deep, we saw him have to do the exact same thing against Toronto. And I'd love at home if Atlanta United, well, I say I'd love, I, I, I'm an impartial commentator now at this point with, with Apple too, but I, I, 
if you're an Atlanta United fan, you want to see the five stripes score early and have Portland have to come out and chase the game and let that game open up. And if that game opens up, man, there's no better player in the league than Thiago Almada in transition. And if you've got Araujo and Wiley wide or, or Derek Etienne wide, and maybe it's Yakumakis leading the line or, or, or Miguel Berry, like this, this team could cause an awful lot of problems. Um, and it sounds so obvious to say score the first goal, but that domino effect and ability to, for the opposition to sit back and then Thiago Almada having to, to, to feel the need to drop deeper and deeper, I don't know if that's a great recipe for success. It wears you out after a while. And I think we saw the reverse in Charlotte where you get those first couple goals, then you start to feel comfortable and you don't have to press quite as much. You can take the intensity off a little bit, but still follow the principles that you've worked on and still be a difficult team to play through. And that's something Atlanta has done a lot this year, but can they do it in a big test on Saturday night? We'll find out. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that, look, the Timbers f- from set pieces will will cause problems. Mm-hmm. Um, big central defenders. You saw you know, McGraw score at the, 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 the goal against Portland. And they'll they'll be very well organized, very well drilled. You know, Nias Goda needs a goal further forward for them. And, and I'm intrigued to see how the 11 looks, given the, 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 the latest. And we're talking, Jason, you and I on on Thursday afternoon that it looks like Paredes is another one to miss out. Yeah. And it's just a devastating list of injuries for, for Gio Savarese. If he can manage this and somehow get through this, I have no doubt in my mind that the Portland Timbers will come good throughout the season. Um, you know, I, I, in a bounce back season after last year, but this is a really tough game for them. Right? Make sure you're following Kevin on social media, Kev underscore Egan. And you've got him on MLS season pass on Saturday night, a return to the bends. We'll see you there, buddy. Can't wait. Yep. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 